Are you checking your partner's social media obsessively? If you are, and you're going through the likes, and you're going through the followers, and you're looking at if it's increasing or decreasing, and you're playing this game on Instagram or whatever social media you're on, look, I have been there. I have done that. I know how you feel. I know it is probably the most insane thing ever. It not only takes up hours of your day, but it takes so much energy out of you. And the end result is never productive. It's never that you feel good. And a lot of people ask me about this. And a lot of people are afraid to even ask this. So I'm going to talk about it today. I'm going to talk about checking your partner's social media, the mindset behind it, what you're doing, and effectively how to get away from it. So first and foremost, checking your partner's social media is a form of control. You feel like you have some level of control and access into this person's life. Number one, this is going to allow you to see what's going on. You're going to see if they're able to move on, if they're talking to someone new, who this person is. And what happens is there's a, there's a, there's a whole array of, of things that really come from this. Number one, you're comparing yourself to anybody that you see on their social media. Let's say you see him post a girl that you don't know. You're looking at her, scrutinizing her, looking at every single aspect of their interaction. Is his arm around her? So on and so forth. And obviously this can go for guys as well. If your girl is posting a guy that might just be in the photo in the background, is she talking to this dude? What's going on between them? Are they having sex? Your mind goes in so many different areas. I have been here. Trust me, I know what you're thinking. And all that's gonna do is end up hurting you. Like very rarely are you going to look at it and feel good about it because the mere fact that they're with somebody else is always going to make you feel like you're not good enough. So that's the first part of that. The second part of this is you're going to waste a lot of time just going on their social media and looking for things. And here's the thing. If you don't find anything, even if you see nothing, it's still going to hurt you because the reality is you probably don't know who they're talking to, even if they're not posting anybody. Because there's people that don't post their relationships and they don't put that stuff out there. And there's people that are very open about it. But even the people that are very open about it are also probably talking to other people. I know this hurts to hear, but you're never going to know. You're never going to know who they're talking to. You're never going to know what's up. And that probably kills you because you had this access before. You were with them before. And a lot of times when you're in this situation... It was you that was broken up with. It was you that failed in the relationship. It was you that got rejected by the interaction itself. And maybe you're the one that broke up with them. I'm not sure. But typically, it's you that got broken up with. And the reason they broke up with you a lot of times is because they just don't feel like they're interested anymore. And it's kind of like one of those breakups that doesn't have a lot of closure. So when you don't get that closure, a lot of times you're going to go and you're going to look and you're going to see and you're going to try to find out every single aspect of what they're doing in order to get that closure for yourself. But even if you see him with another girl, even if you see him, you know, talking to somebody else, even if you see her kissing a guy, all you're going to do is want to get them back even more. Because what happens psychologically is when you see your partner choosing somebody else over you and you've been rejected by the interaction, it makes you feel like you're not good enough. It makes you feel like... This person is better than you. And when you're chasing this person that's quote unquote better than you and you're unable to reach them, but you're still able to see them, the mind plays a very, very deep psychological trick. Seeing somebody, visually seeing them and not being able to be with them, but still associating those feelings of intimacy with them is a messed up cocktail that is literally one of the most painful things that you can ever deal with. Because primitively, 
psychologically your mind thinks oh, okay this person's still around we're still with them we still think about them intimately and they still think about us intimately that's what the brain the biological the primitive mind thinks it thinks this person's still here because it sees photos of them it's visually seeing them 60 percent of your brain is wired for visual chemistry so that's the first part but then the reality the social construct of we're not together we're not in a relationship we're not dating they're with somebody else your brain doesn't understand that so it's this push and pull response that makes you feel absolutely insane. It makes you go crazy. This is what crazy people do. I'm telling you, I was here before. I would check the social media, look at the followers, go through Instagram. Back in the day, Instagram, you could tell a lot more. I don't know how old you guys are, but you could see what they were liking and who they were following. There was a notifications tab. They got rid of that, okay? So stalking on Instagram became a lot harder to do. And then you have to go through their following. And sometimes, you know, it'll layer it out for you. And I'm not here to really, uh, like, give you a play-by-play -play on how to stalk somebody on Instagram. But trust me, I have been in the game where I know how to look for things and stuff like that. Like, you know, you can pride yourself on being a detective. It's not good for you. It really isn't. Because all that time, effort, energy is unpaid. You're not getting paid for it. It's wasted. It's giving you more anxiety. And ultimately, it doesn't help get your ex back. That's the bottom line. Looking at who they're talking to, looking at what they're doing does not help you get them back. If you know who they're with, it doesn't help you. And some of you might even go to an extreme level where you have your friends DM them or somebody follow them or a ghost account on there and everything like that. And look, this is a lot of time you're wasting. And so what I want you to do is take a moment, get a pen and paper out and write down how you feel every single time you check their social media. Write down how you feel. And look, if you go and check their social media, write down how you feel again. Write down how you feel. Do you feel good after those interactions? Do you feel happy that you went and saw that his follower account went up by two and there's two new girls he's following? Do you feel good that a bunch of guys are commenting under her post? Do you feel better? Ask yourself that. Write it down. Because what you need to understand is the pain of you checking their social media is not higher than the pain of you not knowing what's going on. You want to control the interaction. You want to know. You want to find out. But here's the thing I'm gonna tell you about in life, and this is life lesson right here. You're not gonna know everything in the world. You're not gonna receive closure from everybody that you talk to. Life is unfair. Things are not going to be answered for you. And the biggest thing that you have to focus on is what you can control. You can't control them. You can't control who they follow. You can't control what they do. All you can do is control yourself, control your own emotions. And here's what I'm gonna tell you to do. When you want to check their social media, listen, this is an addiction, okay? It's not just go cold turkey. This is after this voice note, I don't expect you to just, you know, stop checking their social media. Like that, that's, I don't expect that. If you do, wonderful, I'm happy for you. But most of you are not gonna do that because it's an addiction. What you have to do is set barriers in place to co-currently allow you to grow while you're checking this stuff and engaging in negative habits. Let me explain here, okay? So the biggest thing that's gonna allow your ex to come back is you getting better, you elevated, you actually becoming more confident in yourself, doing better in your life, getting in better shape. You don't think your ex is gonna want you back after they see you on social media when you've got a ripped six pack or you're a girl and you've got your ass bigger or you know, you've been working on yourself. You don't think they're gonna think, oh my God, I let go of that. You don't think that they're gonna realize like you're getting better in the absence of them and they're gonna freak out a little bit. That's what you need. You need to create that doubt. You need to allow them to understand like, yo, I let go of that person and now they're getting better without me. Was I the problem? 
That's the thought process you need to instill in them. And that only happens with self-development and really just getting better. So when you are feeling the urge to check their social media, go to the gym, hit a couple Hit a couple lifts, right? You know, do some push-ups, do some squats, get a workout and increase your dopamine level in your mind. Because if you can sit there and check social media and be on it and fix it, trust me, you can go and do some push-ups, you can do some squats, you can go run a mile. And then after you do that, then ask yourself if you want to check this person. I'm telling you right now, this sounds super weird, but you need to get physical activity into your life whenever you feel the urge to engage in that negative behavior. Because looking at social media is a dopamine spike. It is. It makes you feel good for the initial moment while you're on it. It's like a drug. But once you get off of it, you feel the low and you just want to get back onto it again. And the more you check it, the more you're going to want to check it. It doesn't ease it. It doesn't make you calm down. And so what will happen is this you are going to constantly be checking and checking and checking and checking and become fixated to it. And all that time that you check, you could be using for working out, getting better, reading a book, anything that's improving your life. Instead of you sitting on a cell phone with your neck curled down, really bad posture, on the couch, whatever it might be, checking somebody's social media that does not give a fuck about you. It's not good for you. So don't do it. But now, here's the next part. You need to set barriers and timelines for when you stop checking their social media. If you're checking every hour, look, I've been here. I've been here. I'm not here to shame you. I have been here. Then try to go two hours without checking it. If you're checking every day, try to go a day without checking it. And then reward yourself. If you're checking every two days, then go two days. And so if you can make two days, that's wonderful. That's amazing. Check it. Then increase it to three days. You've got to be systemized with this. You have to be disciplined with this. I'm not here to tell you, don't ever check it, right? Because you're already doing it. And I would be an idiot to say, don't check it. It's not good for you. Because you know that. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to this. That's why you stayed, you know, this percentage of the episode, so on and so forth. So you know it's bad for you, but you've got to set barriers. And when you check your social, check their social media, get a workout in before. You see what I'm doing? I'm putting in barriers and I'm trying to restrict you as much as possible. And you have to do it for yourself so that you don't go into it anymore. Nobody can stop you from checking their social media. You know, it's not like a, a day and time where I can grab your cell phone and I can monitor it. It's just not realistic. This is all on you. I hate to say it, this is all on you. But what you have to do is really find this strength and make yourself understand that this is not productive. Dude, checking their social media does nothing. It does nothing but throw your precious time, your energy, and your happiness out the fucking window. That's all it does. It throws all that out the window. And it's probably one of those things that you don't even realize you have a problem with. Sometimes people don't even realize they have an issue with this stuff. But it's a really bad thing. Here's the next thing I'm going to tell you to do. This is going to sound really, really bad. Some of you might be really scared to do this. If you're friends with them or you maintained it and trying to be civil, yo, cut that shit off right now. Because you can't do that. Because you're obsessing with them. There are two situations where you block somebody on social media. And yes, I'm going to encourage you to block them. Number one when they're trying to threaten you and hurt you and be dangerous in your life, probably a good idea to block them. I've had people do this to me before, block, cut you out of my life, not good. Or it's when you're obsessive about them, when you're fixated on them. I have exes on my social media that I that, that try to reach out to me and I don't block them. You know why? Because I don't really care anymore and I'm not in the mindset to be back with them. And there's really not too much that they could say to get back into my life. So that's all it is. But on the flip side, there are situations where I was obsessive with somebody. I was fixated on somebody. I wanted to know what was going on. 
And so as a result, I have to block that person to remove that fixation from myself. I have to let it go. You know, you have to do that for yourself. And yes, I could go and unblock them, but then it becomes awkward, right? So I have to cut off the monitoring. I have to cut off the following up. I have to cut off the spying. Trust me, I know how it is. I know how it is. I know that you want your friend to check in on them or maybe they still follow people that you know and you're asking them and reaching out to them. Like, I know how it is. Stop doing it. It is ruining your life. It is killing you. And I know that you know that it's not good for you. So begin the process to number one, understand how this is hurting you. Write it down, journal it out. Number two, set barriers in place so that way when you check, you're still improving. You're still getting a workout in. If you're checking, you know, 10 times a day, you're getting 10 workouts in. That's awesome. Amazing. But you got to start getting those workouts in because it also helps you at night. When you get a workout in during the day, it's going to help you fall asleep quicker at night. It's going to increase your energy levels and it's going to increase your dopamine and serotonin. So it's going to naturally improve your mood, which is going to probably decrease the chance that you're going to check this stuff because people typically check the social medias when they're on the toilet, when they're doing something boring, when they're unstimulated or when they're feeling bored, essentially. That's, that's what it is. So you need to do these things to increase and offset your mood. Then I need you to set healthy guidelines for yourself to kind of periodically check it. And then you're going to just wean off. You're going to wean off. Eventually, you're going to get more discipline. You're going to be proud of yourself. Sometimes you might you might fall back and then write down why you fell back. So if you were supposed to check it in three days and then you checked it in one day, write down why it happened. Write down, man, I was bored. I was in the car. You know, I just lost some money on a bet and I felt really upset and I want to go check it. A lot of times you're going to find out you're checking their social media when something bad happens to make yourself feel better. You're checking their social media because you're bored. You need to find out what your trigger is. What is the trigger that's causing you to check their social media every single time? What is it? What is making you that like want to check this person and see what they're doing? And ultimately, a lot of times in these situations, you need to detox. You need to remove yourself from social media altogether. I hate to say it, you don't want to hear it. You want to maintain it. Some of you work with social media, but this is the danger of it. You need to have digital discipline. If you work with social media, like myself, I, I, I use social media for my business. I have to be extremely digitally disciplined in order to not give into those situations and those interactions. It's hard to become big on social media and also check it constantly. Like, that just is not possible. Okay. So you have to have digital discipline. And if you don't have that digital discipline where you're using social media for fun, you're scrolling through reels, you're just on it to kill time, you need to start to develop that. I think that's one of the biggest skills that people don't have today. And I probably should do a whole video and episode on that stuff. But at the end of the day, this is not about that. This is about you checking your ex's social media and being obsessive about it like I was many years ago. So develop the digital discipline. If you can't develop it, if you, if you don't have it, obviously you're here in this video, cut off social media for a bit. Get rid of it. Social media can be very, very toxic. It can be very amazing. But a lot of times, I think the majority of people actually get the detrimental effects of social media. They actually don't necessarily improve their lives with social media. It has become a problem in today's dating industry. It's changed our way of how we look through people and how we look at people. It's changed our value metric, like where if someone has a lot of social media followers, they're considered more valuable. Whereas 20, 30 years ago, that was never even a thing. It was their income. It was their lifestyle. It was how they talked. It was how they walked. Nowadays, a girl could be a terrible individual, have a lot of social media followers, get into any club, any restaurant. There's, there's a whole different metric the world works in now. And I think it's very quick for us. We have to adapt very aggressively. And a lot of us are not taught in school how to be restricted and how to be controlled with social media. So if that is you, stop. Get rid of social media. Delete the app for a little bit, for a week, and try to recoup because you're addicted and you need to detox. So 
I hope this was helpful. I wanted to give you a little bit of information on this. Guys, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me here today. I hope that you didn't check the social media during this whole little voice note. I hope this distracted you. If you get to a point where you're feeling like you need to check, just, just DM me or shoot me a message or get some time with me. Let me find out what the triggers are for you checking these this person's social media. A lot of times people don't really understand that when things are going wrong in their life, they need to get involved with a coach. They need to get help. So if you ever want to work with me, the link is in my bio. I appreciate the time that you spent here with me today. Shout out to Candy Group for sponsoring our podcast. If you're ever in Cleveland, Ohio, check out their apartments. Till next time, guys. Sue me out.